Welcome, this is the Michael Laded Show. Today, we have a very, very special guest on the show. Please, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Damien Gilbert. Gilbert. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you want to roll with this? Yeah. <laughs> okay, just playing the intro. And we are live. How are you doing today? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm fantastic. It's a very hot day again. Even in the basement, the heat is off. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's, it's quite nice down here uh, in comparison to my place. I don't have air conditioning right now, so it comes uh, 4 o'clock when that sun beats the my big windows there. It uh, oh, okay. gets pretty spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you put the blinds down at all? I don't have blinds because they're 10-foot windows. Oh, that's so custom order. Yeah, yeah, I might uh, <laughs> got to save up for those. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. I uh, I had looked into it, and the guy said he would retire if I did that. So wow, yeah, I don't know you, what it would cost. You can get those um, automatic ones where you just push a button, or you set them in the, you set them automatically, and they just go down. I don't have those. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, they yeah they have these ones that even work with your phone and everything. It's kind of crazy uh, now where the technologies yeah. come with yeah. lines you never knew. I like that. So did you work out today? I did, actually. Yeah, I uh, I had to get back in the swing of things because I've been eating an excessive amount of popsicles and <laughs> other uh, food that wasn't part of the diet that I was on three months ago. So day one today. Um, oh, that's a big day. Yeah, so I got to just get back in the groove of things. And, you know, with the no gym these days, it's been a yeah, big yeah, yeah. transition. Big challenge. Now, if you want to go back a little bit to mid-March, if you want to, like for me, for example, I showed up at my workplace. Mm, I was like, I think it was like the 15th. Door was locked, big notes on there. And then I called my boss and he said, yeah, no, you can stay home. <laughs> like out of the blue, it was like, I didn't even know what was going on. I think maybe that I was off the day before. Uh, how was it for you? Uh, it was pretty crazy because a lot of the... Uh events and everything that had been planned for say may and june were just all getting canceled and many of them were just getting canceled like kind of last minute because they didn't know how long this thing was going to last right so um it was was pretty interesting times um fortunately for me i had like a few gigs that like i was like waiting for the payment to come so like it kind of carried me through and then once that all kind of ran out and then nothing was incoming for a while, then I guess I applied for the yes. CERB there for a couple payments there or whatever. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just a very crazy time. And um, But I took advantage of it. Like, I uh, yeah, I just went on adventures, you know. Yeah, it was like you, prime waterfall time, so I just went for it. <laughs> yeah, I remember I see a picture. You said, I see you later, and you went out somewhere. Like, you went on, was it still ice out there? You went to a lake or somewhere, or you went to camp? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the very first like week or whatever when they called the pandemic, I just went ice fishing, just middle of nowhere on a shack on the lake, and uh, nice, just away from everyone. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I didn't know how long it was gonna last. I was like actually contemplating on renting this uh, cabin on this island, yeah, very secluded for a while, but the gym island. Where you would just work out all day. Yeah, I just lived in an ice box or something. (laughs) Improvise. Yeah, nice. So, um, mentally, was this a big thing for you? Where shit went down and you didn't know what's going to happen? Or or how how did you take it? Like, for me, for example, I can tell you, 
the first one or two weeks, yeah, I, you know, it was all a little bit weird and, uh, yeah, I bought a little bit more food. I didn't hoard, but yeah, and, you know, we, the fridge was fuller and we just stayed home and I checked news every, every single day. Like, but then eventually I came down a little bit from that. Uh, how was that for you? I don't know if I really, if it really set in like the, the point where I was like concerned where we got to like really stock up on things. Um, like to be honest, I was still going to the grocery store as normal as I would, you know, three, yeah. three times a week, whatever. Uh, a lot of times the Maltese, I would try to go to the smaller places, uh, with less, you know, exposure. Less, yeah, yeah. Um, less people. That's a very good point. Um, in my building too, like, because I live in a, in a condo and there's a lot of um, elderly in there, I had to be pretty mindful, right? You know, mm. if, if I already had contracted and then, you know, there's a lot of people that could be compromised within that building. So I was pretty mindful on that. So I uh, did uh, everything you had to do, you know, wash your hands and all that. And, and I remember actually in the first week when they started kind of taking it serious, we'd wear a mask and the glove in the grocery store, and we were one of the first people to do it. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of people who did it And first. they looked at us like aliens. And yeah, they were actually they like, like, what the heck, why are you doing this? Backing away from us. <laughs> and then now you go, you see everything from space masks to... Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I've seen. Uh, I know. But first, if you would wear the mask before everybody else, you were seen like you were you were weirdo, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Now I don't wear. I just I have, I have the hand sanitizer in my car and just um, yeah. Yeah, we've been pretty lucky here in Santa Bay. I think very lucky. That's so far so good. I think because we've always been kind of socially distant from the rest of the world, anyways. That uh, it's very remotely, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's helped in that. And any of the cases that did come here was probably, well, from what I heard, is more from like people that were coming back from like Florida or like some of the states that were pretty yeah, high yeah, cases. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, because it was just spring break too, or March break, whatever. The same thing probably. Yeah. So now gym closes up and you like, you're training for this event, right? You're like, you have this first event you signed up and you've been posting stuff everywhere on social media about how awesome your food is that you're eating. <laughs> yeah, it became very repetitive. Um, the competition, though, it kind of just gave me a, a goal to set towards. Um, they had a pretty crazy year leading up to that, so I needed something to really focus on. When did you sign up, and how was the timeline? Like, help us a little bit to understand, because you really went all the way in, and it was your first time you did something like this, right? Right. So the contest was, I believe, May 28th it was scheduled for, and my coach that I had hired, he um, he had set a 16-week plan. 16-week, so okay. So I you believe, got a coach too? Nice. Yeah, so he he would basically lay out everything, my my training and my diet, and then Beautiful. every week you check in with him, and he basically would make little changes, right? So we started that on the, originally it was going to be the beginning of January, but it was uh, January 28th, I believe, is when I started prep. Yeah. And uh, so 16-week prep, and... Um, so every Friday I would uh, basically send him pictures mm. and we would uh, send him my weight and he would make his little changes from there. Okay. So so is he locally or is it somewhere? He is, yeah. yeah, and okay. he competes as well. So he had a big competition uh, uh, where he was actually going to the Nationals. Oh, uh, is that the violent guy? Yeah, Andre yeah. Violent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen him on Instagram. This guy's huge. He's a big boy. <laughs> yeah, he's and, way bigger in person too. Yeah, and he's yeah. been around too, eh? 
Yeah. You posted some stuff for uh, celebrities in Hollywood or wherever, like the golden, yeah, he went, golden Gym. Yeah, he went down to, uh, after the one competition he went in. Uh, he got invited to do a photo shoot down in California. Nice. So he did that, and the famous Gold's Gym, and Arnie was there and everything. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. Can't get a better teacher that. than this. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, yeah he's... Uh, He's just an all-around great guy. He's uh, fun to work with, and um, he kept me motivated, you know, and he wasn't, like, there's a lot of those coaches out there that could be kind of aggressive and, you yeah. know, by nature, but he's just pretty chill, but yet he's getting his point across, and yeah, he's and just he's great to work with. So. Very experienced, right? Yeah. Like, the way he presents himself, you can tell that this is professional. Mm. And to have that as a coach, that's amazing. And in fact, he was going through the exact same process as well, so he can relate, right? Uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, okay. You mean you was he was practicing for the same event? Yeah, like, uh, well, he his show, his show was about a month after mine. Uh, in Toronto? Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. he uh, was still going through prep, you know, so mm. he, he knew what I yeah. was going through, the struggles. Yeah. Is that helpful that you have somebody that, like, does the same thing? I think, yeah, because you can relate to them. Um, so that helped a lot. And he just knows, like, the hurdles that you're going to be going through. He's gone yes. through it. So yeah. I think that's what helped. And um, just the, the weekly check-ins, you know, just that helped a lot. And even more than that, like, you mm -hmm. know, daily, every now and then, he would see how I'm doing, you know. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was the first time that I've ever been that diligent with a diet because I, I like yo-yo. That's yo -yo. a big step, yes. Is number one thing is a diet for me. Like training's never been an issue, but it's the diet. Mm -hmm. So it's very true. The diet is uh, you can train whatever all you want, but if you eat shit, yeah, shit happens. Oh, exactly. <laughs> like the the progress that I was seeing was just remarkable. I couldn't believe it because I was eating so much, but the actual caloric intake of it all was pretty low in comparison mm. to what I would normally eat because I ate like an asshole. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did he make you get up in the middle of the night and eat too? Or you had like, you had... No, no, no. So basically, um, he had six uh, meals planned a day, and but I converted two of them to one. Okay. Because uh, there's one that was like a cup of egg whites and then you had to eat protein. So I just like basically took these two meals that he had and made protein pancakes with it. Yeah, it those delicious. famous protein pancakes. So I combined the two We've down. We've all seen them. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> I really wish that other people would try them because then they would change. Yeah. Do you think gluten is good then? For, uh, for you, I guess, it works? Because some people just like say, oh, gluten is the bad guy in the room. Well, it's. I, I believe it's all different. Like everyone's body type is different, right, yeah. and how they react to it. I know certain gluten-related foods for me i'd react and i swell out mm -hmm. so yeah some crazy bloating and inflammation but um yeah like those pancakes i made they were completely just literally egg whites uh, whole eggs and protein powder that's it so there's uh. no gluten it's nothing else and they turn out like real pancakes so that's the crazy thing about them that yeah it's good that you say real pancake right <laughs> because a pancake a real pancake has to have some gluten in there They yeah, uh, they all you know a lot of flour and butter and yeah, butter is but. good. Like butter, oh my god! I used to be a vegan for two years, lifestyle choices, right? And then mm. I, I went back to it because I felt my body could not maintain. Like I felt it. Everybody's different, but for mm. me, it didn't work. And butter is so good. <laughs> oh, it makes everything taste so good. It's but in moderation, so that's what I learned: is like having things in moderation. Yes. So, like, that diet that I was on is what it was 
called it was carb cycling. So you'd have really high carb days and low carb days. Okay. Rather than just doing like a full keto, you know, like low carb. Because your body can't sustain it like for an extended period of time like that. You need True. to Depending on your it. training, right? Yeah. yeah. So doing this and as it got closer to the comp, you would pretty much get down to no carbs for the show, right? That's crazy. And then so I started off with like... I think it was like five carb days, and then by the end, I was out there like two, mm. and I still had like another four weeks to go, which apparently was like the hell. Wow. Like, you know. You got lucky. So yeah. <laughs> that, that's apparently when it just gets like unbearable. and Yeah. But, you know, what was the biggest um, amount of weight you lost during a day? Do you like weigh in in the morning and weigh out at yeah, night? Yeah. There is. A, in the first week, it was almost like eight pounds. Wow. So uh, but some days, though, like I could lose five pounds just in water weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Like this morning when I woke up, I was, that's when I'm like, okay, I'm done because I woke up really heavy, almost back to where I started again. So oh, it was kind of okay. like, Ugh. yeah. So and no, no more ice cream. Uh, no, I gotta take a break. Maybe on Sunday I'll Sunday. have my cheat. Meal yeah, you should have a cheat day. I 100 percent agree with that. Yeah, it's good to be very precise in your meals, but then also, have you seen what the Rock eats on his cheat day? <laughs> So <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. He still looks like a tank. Sure. Yeah, I think uh, you know, like having a ninety percent, you know, structured yeah. meal to follow. Um and you just feel better. Like I honestly I felt great, you know. Mm -hmm. Like I was never full and I was never like hungry. I just it was just like a well old machine. I was just ready to go. I knew when I had to eat and I just ate. So I was Yeah. I wasn't forcing anything down. I wasn't like you know, feeling so uncomfortable because I eat too much, you know? Mm. So that was nice. Um, yeah, and I had energy, you know, so yeah. it's all good. So it worked. Unfortunately, the gym's closed, though. Did so, you, then, then you, but you still wanted to do this event and you didn't know that's going to be canceled just yet, right? It's just like all events slowly disappeared. Did you, you obviously were like all in. So what did you do? I was all in till about, Like, once the actual, like, the major gyms closed, mm. I still had something I could do in my condo. Like, there was a little, like, kind of gym area, swimming pool, uh, treadmill oh, okay. in there. Very handy. So, for about a month, I was training in there. It was very limited, but I was still like, okay, I'm doing this no matter what. And then um, they shut that down. And then that's how I'm like, okay, screw okay. this. Okay. You just called, you quit yeah, cold turkey? Yeah, because I couldn't. Like, for me to eat that amount of food that I was eating, it was just not worth it for yeah. me. It was expensive, too, so... Yeah, I can see that, but, like, meaning if you say, okay, oh, hey, I'm, I'm not going to this event anymore, I don't have to do the strict eating, but I like where I'm getting with this, maybe you still felt like working out, or you just said, now I need a break? No, I would... If there was a gym, I'd still be working out. Okay. Yeah, I, for me, it's, it's more of a mental thing. Like, I love starting my day with it. I just feel yes. more focused. Um, you just feel better, you know? So you did your workouts in the morning? I did uh, to a certain point, and then not having anything, it just kind of, like, deterred me. But I'm still doing, like, 5, 10K walks every morning. Yeah. That's uh, been good, but just I need to lift the weights. You so push-ups doesn't, doesn't do it? I do. I don't know. I just find, like, the home workouts is what does it for me. It's not, <laughs> not as motivating at home. You need all those mirrors? Something, all the mirrors, you know, the... <laughs> Gotta check out my People biceps. getting in my way, you know, I don't know, just... <laughs> yeah. It's a different atmosphere. You need the screamer? Do you need to hear him when he says, yeah. Oh! Yeah, that motivation. So, <laughs> no, I get it. I have, you know, it's just about the same thing for people who suddenly they have to work at home and they used to always go to work. How do you motivate yourself to work at home? It's totally different. 
Like, because you can do anything. You don't have to work. But if you go to work, yeah, you, it's kind of, yeah, yeah, I'm at work right now. Yeah. So you're there and it's like you're focused and, yeah, even talking to people that are working at home now, some of them just love it and, like, don't ever want to change. But then some find, I just get distracted too easy and then they want to do something else. So, yeah. Yeah, I get it. For me, I've, um, for me, it's the opposite a little bit, maybe. I, I have a pull-up bar outside and I did a lot of bodyweight exercises. Mm-hmm. During the um, last half a year or so, and now suddenly I was had I had more time, and I structured my days a little bit where I needed to do something because for me mentally it helps to let things go while I exhaust myself. Mm-hmm. So I did lots of pull ups, and then I I, ha- I had a bike already down here with a trainer on it, which really helped for the cardio. And then I had like some free weights, but that's about it. So because I used to go to the gym too. Till I had no more time. Right. <laughs> and then for me, it's easier at home. I get up in the morning half an hour early. I do half an hour outside and I, I do a compound exercise mm-hmm. and it works for me. That's good. Yeah. yeah. it's I'm not competing, but it keeps me. Yeah. I can still lift all the babies. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I just feel it's so vital for everyone's just well-being. It's just, Know, doing a physical activity to start the day mm. you just become more productive i think um how come you got into fitness uh actually i was just telling someone that story today so basically like in up to grade nine i was playing hockey not at like a crazy high level or anything but like yeah every winter that was what i did hockey. um so then i wasn't playing anymore and then i just thought well, maybe i'll try the gym i remember this guy that was like my neighbor and he's always just like lifting these weights that looked kind of intriguing. And I've always been into the Schwarzenegger and Van Damme movies, and they always look ripped. So I'll try the gym out. So then I I got a membership at Club Nautilus, which was uh, where Envy is now, downtown. That used to be the gym. Nice. So throughout high school, that's where I was, right out there. Because I used to go to PACI, the the law school now. Yeah. I just walked down. The Harry Potter school. school. Yep. So walked down there. It's where I got my start. And... uh, I wanted to compete back then, but I just had no, there was no internet the way it is now. So I had no way of figuring that out, you know. Yes. Motivated then to do it, but yeah. And then. So you kept going and you liked it. Yeah, I loved it. And, why, why did uh, you like it? I I kind of found it at, um, you're just able to meet all walks of life in there too. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like learn to, to network from there. Okay. Yeah, I just met, and a lot of people I still talk to to this day, but from there, you know, met, so. Then eventually I got a job there, and then, like, that was the whole route I was going to do after high school, is take kinesiology and Ah. become a personal trainer and all that, but realized I definitely didn't have the marks to get into kinesiology, and uh, that's when I found a camera and just kind of, it all went into a different path, but still, I love that aspect of it, and I still wouldn't mind, you know, maybe personal training. I love helping people in that regard, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I get that. But I, thank God you found the camera, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, definitely changed my life and the opportunities that I've been given from that piece of technology I can't be more grateful for. I agree. Totally. Before we go into that further, I wanted to, because you brought up the hockey, mm. I wanted to talk about your hockey um, collecting oh, yeah. uh, obsession. Yeah, <laughs> it's become kind of an obsession lately. Uh, A hobby? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a hobby. Yeah. yeah, I'm a hobbyist. Yeah, yeah. So is that because you like? Sometimes I see you post something where you particular look something for the certain year, certain style, and certain person, right? 
it's like why so uh basically how it all started was i think it was like my 10th birthday ninth or 10th birthday my dad just bought me this this hockey card of this player and it was his rookie card and it was pavel Bure, okay which uh i didn't know any like who he was at the time and it was just this card but i just i don't know it was like super cool so i just like kind of like looked into him a bit and then i kind of realized okay this guy's pretty fun to watch you know it was very entertaining and then what team was he on vancouver canucks there you go so then the next year is when they went to the finals so that whole year watching them on hockey night canada was just like oh my god so that was like as a kid it was crazy to watch and yeah it's a show yeah it was just unfortunately they didn't win that year but it was uh it was pretty just amazing to watch that whole playoff run and and then I just got into more card collecting, and I specifically just wanted his stuff, like whatever it yes. was as a kid. So did his career take off then? He did really well, yeah. yeah. He had a really good career. Um, so then, like as a kid, I would write in the back of, uh, it was called Beckett Magazine, so it was like a, a hockey card price guide, mm-hmm. and they would have team addresses. So I would write to him all the time, like, hey, there you can go. you sign this card for me? <laughs> and I actually, I found some of the letters that I wrote to him that he wrote back and just, like, one-word answers and everything like that, my chicken scratch writing, but pretty funny to see. And um, That's so amazing that you can reach out and they take the time to respond to everybody. I yeah. love that. Yeah, and then it got to, like, the sixth and seventh final request, and then, okay, don't quit sending us shit because you sent, you sent enough. Like, <laughs> so I still got some of those cards as a kid signed. <laughs> Just funny, but um, yeah, just uh, we didn't get this today, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was funny. So then, um, he uh, he ended up getting traded to like Florida and then New York, and I kind of just lost touch with the whole collecting thing. And later on, when I started like making money, I'm like, well, I want all those things that I wanted as a kid, like his mm, jerseys, yes. you know, like these other cards, and the st- and then now I just like looking into these groups on Facebook, it's like a whole crazy world that I had no idea about like, uh, like collecting the authentic jerseys that they wear. And then that just became like a whole spiral thing for me. Uh-huh. Um, so basically like what you would do is you'd buy like a game used Jersey of like, say like a shittier player. Yeah. Like, so it's all like authentic jerseys, what they would wear. And then you send it to this other guy, and he strips it, so he takes all the numbers off and the nameplate. And then you send it to another guy that, like, basically like customizes it to the team specs and everything uh, like that. Okay. So then you have like this actual authentic jersey that they would wear. Okay. So it's just like it becomes this hunt. Okay, but they don't change the name on it, right? For the player, do they do that too, or they just like it's just like uh, there's no name on the on the jersey? Like, yeah. So. Um, when you're finding these like jerseys, sometimes like you're not going to find like the actual, like I would obviously like to find one that's already a beret, mm. but they're not easy to come by anymore. Cause there's a, like, that's a whole thing I can get into, but there's a lot of collectors that just want him too. So you'd find like another player, the same kind of size Jersey and everything, same authentic Jersey that they would wear. And then you'd have this guy like basically take out all the stitching of that other player oh, and then wow. make it blank and okay. then you send it to this other guy to customize it and put beret and the, yeah. the numbers on it and i was just actually doing that just before i got here it was <laughs> so he played over in rush because he's from russia and he played in the pro league over there and it was like impossible to find like an actual authentic russian army jersey that he wore i guess so you would never find his like who knows where that's hiding but mm. i found like another one of that same year that he played so 
I got a company already lined up to do the customization and everything, but I've been like stitch by stitch wow. taking this off, and it's like very tedious and crazy because this is an expensive jersey too. Yeah, and they're yeah, super yeah. rare, so yeah. that's why I'm like doing so that. But don't just, do it after the workout in the morning, right? No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's just yeah, it's just whole other thing that kind of snowballed. Yeah, no, nice. I had no idea about. So this is like a childhood um, dream coming true. In yeah, a way, in a way. Yeah, just. I being love able that. to get all these things and yeah. the most prized piece was getting a, a game use stick. Uh, yeah. You actually use. So yeah. That. How do you authenticate this? Uh so the guy that I got it from, he's like the number one like kind of collector and there was only like the particular model and the way he like tapes it. Yeah. It's very specific okay. to know. All right. Um so there's a lot of key things to kind of look out for. Yeah. And uh this guy, he had like five of them and he wouldn't part with one. I tried for like two years. And he finally one day just messaged me. He's like, okay, I think I'm re- willing to give one up. And yeah. you know, what's your best offer? I'm like, Oof. I got one chance here. <laughs> Did you offer him some pancakes with that? Yeah. I'm like, I can, uh, <laughs> can offer you other things. But no, just so, kidding. yeah, it's uh, nice. Just, yeah. So that's my prize piece on the wall. It's interesting how people change their um, opinion, right? They have five sticks and they know this guy, you know, you probably made a good case for, for hey, this is why I'm buying it. And you're not just throwing money on the table. Mm. And then it takes two, three years. And then he, the guy changes his mind and he, he's willing to let it go. Yeah. Like, and like at first I was like, oh man, this guy's like greedy. You know, why does he have to have them all? But <laughs> no, he came around and he's actually been good. He actually sold me another one after too. And, so I keep in touch with them and we talk and all that. But yeah, I was like just crazy to see that this guy just accumulated all these things over the years. So he like basically like puts ads out on Kijiji and Craigslist. Yeah. Pays for them. Wow. Looking for his uh, old stuff. hockey gear. Yeah. I buy everything. But specifically him. So then he just like all these people message him. So his collection's ah, just like. Okay. But it's the same guy? Yeah, it's the same guy, right? Yeah, Burr, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But you can't, you, like, people know that it's worth money, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so then, you know, being a Burray collector or whatever, you see there's this community just for him. So yeah. now there's these guys that, you know, kind of have this little group going. That, <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, what did you find today? You know, like, yeah. what do you guys, so it's, it's kind of crazy now that, yeah. you know, there is these little. I think you can only do this in hockey probably because it's so specific. I'm I'm trying to compare it to like soccer in Germany, and I know they do. Um, they date sometimes jerseys where they do. Oh, this is uh, this team plays against this team, and it's on that date, and then they throw them into the ranks right of the stadium, and people can grab them, and then this way you know, okay, this is a jersey that was mm-hmm. worn by this person. Well, what uh, the NHL does, they basically have I think it's three sets per home in a way. Okay, and they have like this basically this little patch that they put on the inside that's signed by the athletic ah, trainer okay so that it authenticates it nice um nowadays yeah back in the day it's it's pretty hard like guys would photo match things to kind of compare it mm-hmm. um nice that's a whole market yeah it's crazy and like if you do find a beret it's probably about five grand us wow so they're hard to come by yeah we would want to give them up anyway. So. <laughs> so, how is um your apartment then? Is it pretty colorful? And do you what do you do with this stuff? Do you put it on the wall? Do you frame it? Do you put it in behind the glass? Do you have like big glass cases? So I got um I found this company that does like these stick mounts, and they're stupid expensive. They're just these little metal brackets. <laughs> you should three D so print like, them. 
Yeah, that'd be great, man. <laughs> make a, this, whoever does that, make a fortune. So, yeah. Like, so, yeah. So I got like one hung up of my one frame signed jersey, and then I got another one beside it. But nice. I need some more because I got a couple more sticks I got to put. So. Yeah, yeah. How many sticks you got? Uh, I got one game used, one game issued, like one he actually, and then a couple of like what he did use, like what he would use, but not yeah. actually use. So, but they were just as hard to find too because they're from the early nineties. So, yeah, stuff yeah. disappears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you did this, um, I think you did some video shoot in early winter, I think, for a local company in town, and I saw you playing hockey there. Did you like use any of that equipment, or is this just like holy equipment and you don't want to use it? Yeah, no, I wouldn't be playing with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. so it's just like, wow. Yeah, I just sit there and just yeah. look at it. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> it's awesome. I love that. You know, it's. I love that you can collect those things and they remind you of your childhood. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. A lot of people have asked that. I was like, why do you do it? I'm like. I, I guess because, yeah, as a child and I had the means of getting those things now. So, mm. whereas, you know, you dreamed of it as a kid. So, yeah, you would never be. And yet, like, you can tell, you can, you own something of your favorite player that you watched all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was my, like, idol growing up, right? So, yes. you see him using that stick in all these magazines and all these hockey cards. And it's like, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They put it in the magazines too, of course. Yeah. yeah. No, nice. I love it. Okay, so no, you totally let go of training for a little bit, um, but now we all know you are a chaser of um, waterfalls, and you, the, your life is pretty much like adventure mode constantly. There's no break. <laughs> your nickname yeah. should be like Nathan Drake, especially that picture you posted where you like have the train track and you're just hanging on it but you flipped it oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, uh that was the one thing like i just had to take advantage that we live in such a great area to get out and explore and yeah try to share all these you know spots that we have here and try to inspire people to get out more too mm. um but that's not what waterfalls chasing is about right this is proper term for using this because there's a more than more gentlemen than you who do this professionally. So is it like, is it what do you, you hunt waterfalls? Is that the proper term? Yeah. Chasing waterfalls. Yeah. Chasing waterfalls. It is For, for me, it's, um, Oh yeah. It's a sense of adventure. Like I've always like loved those movies, like adventure where they're trying to like find something, you know, like, yeah. like treasure hunting almost, but it's a waterfall. And At the beginning of the year, I had documented maybe like 30 that there are probably around here. And then now I'm up to 50 already. Mm. It's not even through the summer. Are there official rules? Like I track by year or I track whatever I accomplished in my life? Or is there is there terms in this profession? I don't even know. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I just got inspired to really search for the waterfalls uh, from Iceland. And then yes. now it's just been finding all the ones in northwestern Ontario, like kind of within like a four-hour radius of Thunder Bay. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what I've been doing because if I try to do everywhere, it'll... Yeah. Is that almost like this? You could come compare this to like mountain climbing when you reach the peak and you accomplish it. Is that probably pretty much as the emotional? It's the same thing, maybe? Yeah, if you find the water, you know, you do your research, you you plan it. Like yeah, I know you said, there's this this one trip that was all secret, right? 
nobody knows where it is. Mm. You posted some pictures and it's like there's no road even, but you guys are still driving. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys get out of the car and and then eventually you you find it and then there's it's like two day trip or whatever. Yeah. Whatever, I'm just making yeah. this up. Yeah. And then you were there, you made it, and the black flies are there too. <laughs> they are always there yeah <laughs> see the thing is it's such a time sensitive thing because many many of these falls could be just like a, a spring runoff right ah. so you need that high flow um and then if you go too late then that's when the mosquitoes are coming and it's mm. a lower flow so it's like does it count still on like a a one if it's a low flow one in the in later in the year and then yeah it'll, yeah it's like it's sometimes like even recently, like, I'll go into one. I'm like, damn, there's no flow. This sucks. But I'm like, it'll start raining again. And then yes. I go back. So I, like, basically, yeah. like, we'll wait for that big rainfall. And then that's the next one I'm going to yes. hit. It so, comes so quick. Yeah. After the rain, it comes so quick. And there's just one little waterfall just outside, like, literally just past the Terry Fox lookout. That's, like, my indicator if I know the flow is high enough. Uh, okay. Because you can see it. And it's, like, this little creek. And I could tell when it's at a certain level, then I know anywhere east is going to be good. So okay. that's like my indicator. Nice. So I'm not wasting my whole time driving out that way. Yeah. So it's so equal, even though it's further away, it's still like really yeah, good. Yeah. Like if that one's like flowing good, then I know everywhere yeah. else is going to be good. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then like, you don't have to tell me, but like if you you like okay, I'm at fifty right now. I want to get to fifty one. How do you do it? Like, how do you find one? It's okay, that's the thing. It's like it's such a weird organic thing that just happens. Yeah, like you, I'll be posting a photo of one and like, hey, have you seen this one? And I'm like, what? There's actually one there. Are you serious? And some of these waterfalls are literally right off the side of the highway, and yeah. you would drive past it a million times, and you realize it's there. You just literally got to go in the bush a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's all covered by trees. You can't see it on any maps. It's not indicated on any maps. Yeah, it's just like someone just happened to be stumbling by there one day and find it, and then they okay. So it's it's just kind of weird how some of these. So it's like inside like the tips or, or you well, there's a lot that too. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, the scouring the maps, like literally researching any kind of like, oh, okay. Like dramatic drop paper maps. There's paper maps. There's online GIS oh, maps, okay. um, GPS, whatever, everything. It's Google maps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All, all the different, um, things. Yeah. And like, obviously most people just look at all the major rivers we have going here is so like eight or 10, whatever. But what I found is a lot of these waterfalls are like little creeks that flow into them mm. that aren't on maps. Okay. Yeah. You find by accident. <clears throat> okay. And those are usually the most dramatic and like awesome ones I find. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're getting pretty big, eh? There's a couple of ones that are quite big. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just, so it's just fun. Like, I don't know. Can't. Yes. You, it's a feeling of accomplishment, right? Especially when you've like done research for a year wow. of like how to get into this spot. We know what there, we know there's one there mm. is how we get to it now because okay. there's no trail laid out yeah. and it could be a 900 foot ravine that you got to like, mm. or like a gorge basically. So it's, so you do a rock climbing then too? Uh, you guys bring, you guys bring ropes and anything? No, there's some spots that I really should though, because yeah. I'd like to get better. Mm spot like uh the last one we did the last big one 
There's about three or four waterfalls on the same river, but some of the parts you couldn't get to because okay. the water was too high, and like literally, it's just like a sheer couple hundred foot drop. Yeah, so believe it. You got to get down, then you got to try to scale up the river. But when the water's too high, you can't do that. So yeah, got to wait. Okay. Now, do you bring bear spray then at all? I recently, I uh, I picked up some. Yeah, I've never had an issue. Just, just after you did a couple selfies. Yeah, they're they're pretty chill. Yeah. It's just like, it was cool. Or do I, did you just think about anything in that moment? Or were you like, I can I can relate to it, but no, not really. I used to run out in the country before I moved to the city. Mm. And um, so I was running and I had my little one with me in the in a stroller. And then suddenly uh, the, the bear just came out of nowhere because it's just bush and then there's a dirt mm. road. And he didn't see me first. So what I did, I was like, I had to go by pretty much and then i just shuffled my feet and that scared him and then he took off and i i passed as far as possible on the left side of the road mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a little still the possibility is there right yep so how how did that happen you guys had a photo shoot we were uh we we're just driving back from somewhere and just noticed him on the side of the road and my buddy that i was with he's like a big like animal mm. photographer he loves so anything he's a rabbit he's like stop the car i'm like hey, it's a rabbit like, stop the car but he gets these amazing shots like he just gets these straight on portraits of like animals that are just like, just gorgeous shots but so we've seen the bear he's like get, get out he's got it <laughs> but this bear was super chill he was just chilling he wasn't scared of anything and um and yeah he just start walking up and like but he didn't like you can kind of read the energy of it like if he's like locked in on you and like his hair is starting then you can kind of like feel okay you should probably you really you think you can read them in the way there's certain like cues Mm. that you can read like that you should probably okay back them get out of here yeah i've 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 i don't know about that like with brown bears and black bears i don't know but there's one thing i can tell you with polar bears we went to the zoo once in germany and they had one in there and you know he was down maybe five or seven meters and he was close and looking at everybody and they, everybody was leaning over and there was not a single emotion or movement in his face and suddenly he just jumped. Like there was nothing. It's just, you could, I could not read it. Yeah. Like the, the, it has a face, but it doesn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm amazed that, that they are, can be so different if you say that there you can read them in that way. Like, um, he didn't like show any sign of he was just kind of like just curious and just chilling like he didn't have any i yeah. don't know it's hard to describe like it's like you felt it maybe you feel it. yeah i just yeah. you're feeling it um i know like the most known attacks of any bears are usually when a, a woman is in her menstrual cycle okay they can smell it. Yeah, and yeah. then that's kind of when they get aggressive. Yeah. And that's, like, the most known fact. Yeah, like, okay. Um, it makes totally sense. Yeah. the whole, And, like, I know a few cases where that's happened. And, um, but, yeah. I don't know, just, I was, the, the moment I was just, it was, it was just perfect. It was, yeah, I just yeah. felt it. And, and the picture is so great, too. Like, it was fun. <laughs> both, both of you are, like, totally in focus. And it's just, like, yeah. It's, You're smiling. Da- Damien is hanging out with the bear. It's perfect. Yeah, and a lot of people will give me shit for it, but I don't know. I just, yeah, it was an experience. I felt it, and it was all right. Yeah, that's life. And he wasn't massive or anything, so, like, he was yeah. a juvenile. Okay. 
Meaning, like, meaning, so like kind of like a teenager. Okay, so he's past the uh, being year. away. You know, he's been away from mom for probably a couple of years now. Ah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. You can the appearance you can tell quite a lot, right? Mm-hmm. I saw a picture of a bear the other day on Facebook, and you could see when like he was skinny and he had some pieces of fur was ripped out. So obviously, yours was more of a model kind of stuff. Yeah, bear. yeah, yeah. Nice uh, shiny fur coat on him and beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> you knew how to pose. Hey, you know what? Sometimes life just happens that way, and if you don't take that chance, and you felt like you 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 could do it, and you you had the perfect guy who could took the picture, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Okay, so you are you going on to to waterfall tomorrow? Uh tomorrow is Tuesday. Um, I'm working on this project with uh, the Nebing Township. And uh, I think tomorrow I might head out towards that way and kind of get some more scenic and landscape stuff to work with that project. Are you allowed to talk about this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what are, you, what are you doing? So, originally they had asked me to do a project to kind of like showcase the winter activities and like kind of like, you know, some hiking in the winter there, but COVID happened. So, that kind of yeah. pushed it. So, I didn't get as much stuff during that time as I'd have liked to. Because that's when it was just like lockdown, right? Yeah. And there's businesses involved, so obviously we couldn't go into them and do that. So it's kind of changed the game plan a bit, but um, been shooting on that, and it's been fun getting some mm-hmm. interesting stuff. So. That happened with Phase 2 then, I guess? Yeah, like Ontario Phase 2, you're allowed to do your stuff again, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's what, a week or so ago when they lifted everything? Yeah, I don't know. It feels like two weeks, but I don't know. I really don't know. It's like I... Uh, we all have it. Is it Monday today? Is it Tuesday today? I don't know. <laughs> but my life's always kind of like that. Like my schedule. So that's why it didn't seem so weird to me because like maybe if I did work nine to five, I'd yeah. be more affected. But my schedule's so sporadic anyways. Like I'm maybe I'm working this day and then not till next week or something, you know. So I don't have like a consistent schedule in that regard. Yes. It varies so much. What's kind of got me back into a routine is now um, Chloe's working again, okay. my partner. So yep. she's back full time. So I'm the one that gets her to and from work. Mm-hmm. So that kind of that is a big change. That's my routine again. So yeah. is it nine to five? Uh, actually, it's like eight to five. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So is the waterfall? Is it like one waterfall a week needs to be accomplished? If you're in the top league, or uh, I would it, like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We um we actually took her boss because she's uh, originally from out of town, and her another coworker. So we took them Saturday to a couple. Okay, out, uh, oh, couple in know. Dorian. Yeah, wow. there's two really epic ones very close to one another. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we had to do two for one there. Nice. Yeah, that's a big score. Yeah, if you can do it, you do it. Yeah, <laughs> the road though, getting in, it's a little hairy. I'm uh, was that the one with all the water? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah. Uh, Beaver Dam. They're washing it out. I've never seen it get to that bad. So, so what do you drive then? I drive a jeep. A jeep? Yeah. Like it was pushing it though. Yeah, you yeah. got like super big off road tires. Not at all. One? No. No, this is a city jeep. So all seasons. Yeah, yeah. I used to drive <laughs> the studded winter tires like up until June though, but then they. <laughs> They made it so you can't. Oh, because you think in, on the trail it helps you too? Oh, yeah, 100%. With the metal on it? Yeah. yeah but I I, okay. I want to jack it up for the stuff I get into. But it's it's definitely more of a city Jeep. Mm. But it, I've never been stuck. It gets me into all these tight spots because it's super narrow, but it's got a good 4x4 in it and yeah. pretty powerful. So What kind of Jeep is it? Uh, Jeep Patriot. Patriot. 
Nice. Okay. So it's pretty roomy on the inside if I need to put all the seats down and, yeah. you know, Tetris all my gear in there. And it has a small engine in there, right? Yeah. So it's actually really good on gas. Uh, no? It's just got a really small tank. So uh, it is decent on gas, but I just go through it a lot because the okay. tank's so small. It's built for the city, I guess. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Yeah, but you can still do stuff with it. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and you're um, higher up than in a car. Yeah, you're at a very good level. Um, I've had, like, the previous Jeeps before, and I just found this is, like, mm. right up there with it. So it's nice. nice. That's good to hear, you know? Is you don't have to have this big pickup truck that you lifted all the way up. No, you can you, you can do it with your Jeep Patriot. I've gotten into a lot of spots that were questionable, and knock on wood, I haven't been stuck yet. But, yeah. like, yeah, that that one for sure, like, if you went on the, the ride with me, you'd be like, is this thing going to make it? <laughs> Like you're up to the doors and water sometimes, you know. Like it's, Ooh, yeah, yeah. And those ones you can't wash from the inside. Pull the plug, like the the. Oh yeah, no, not that one. No, it's, yeah. This one's actually got leather interior and stuff, so Very I don't nice. know if it would be. Heated and cooled seat. Uh, just the heated. Nice. Yeah, I don't like that though. No. No. The heated steering wheel though. No. You don't. No, like this is pretty basic. You don't like a heated steering wheel. No, I. I have a trouble with heat. Okay. I like being cold. Hey, you live in the perfect place for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So one or two waterfalls during a week, and then you are open for business again now. Yeah. And you doing this project in Nibing. And then traveling right now is all down, right? Yeah, so that that's another reason why I'm just taking advantage of what we got here and finding new spots and it's honestly made the time fly by yeah let's talk about those fifty thousand steps you did on last weekend when was that oh yeah it was uh two weeks ago two weeks ago yeah, yeah. i'm so, actually doing that again this weekend yeah so much for not working out eh that was a don't that skip, was an ass kicker yeah don't skip cardio <laughs> that was uh was rough i yeah. was carrying like my oh, bag full of gear too gear. Yeah, yeah so when you're hiking up that, yeah, it's a, it's a it's good workout for sure. Yeah. Did you bring like one of those mountain climbing uh, backpacks where you have like 50 kilograms in there? Or how do you do that? Uh, well, it's all my gear and food, mm. which probably about 30 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. It's decent. And I would actually train knowing that I would like do something like that. I would like put on a backpack with a bunch of weights in it and yes. just do Centennial Hill a bunch of times. Yeah, that's the way just to do to it. Just to kind of train myself for it. That's how they do it in the Army. Yeah. When they do the rock sack mattress. So 50,000 steps, that's like how many clicks? I think it was like 20-something round yeah. trip, yeah. yeah. But majority, like, I think 16 of it's flat, like eight there and eight back, and then the rest is all incline. Mm -hmm. And it's like... Elevation? Pretty oh. inclined, yeah. Yeah. How my, how high do you go? Estimate. It's over a thousand feet for sure. Wow. It's gotta be over a thousand. Okay. Oh we look it up. Yeah. The the knees of the sleeping giant. Yeah, I think it's like nine hundred something, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty Because high. there's other people that went there and posted some pictures. Most people bike it. I don't like ah. pedal bikes. You, so you I like electric bikes? I walk. Man, if I could take an electric bike down that thing, I'd 100% <laughs> win. Oh. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. That so you, flat walk was a nightmare on the end. Yeah. Well, was it? But usually it's like you go up and it takes forever. You go down, it's pretty quick. 
Yeah, going down, but then you then you got the eight kilometer flat walk back. That was too much. That's like just oh the heat. Yeah, heat got you. The bugs, the heat. Your yeah. feet are starting to. The box spray like, doesn't even work. No, it's just like why do I am I putting this on? It's not working. Yeah, the bugs get really bad in the shade there. <laughs> yeah, and they I don't know my blood type. They just love it, and so yeah. Do you get a reaction from the bites, or are you just like nothing? Yeah, no, I react pretty good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. If I get just one single mosquito bike bite, I have um, a good, decent bubble for like a couple of days. Yeah, <laughs> and itchy as hell. Yeah, right? yeah, just one single bite. So wow. Okay, so you you why did you go up there? Just because, or do you wanted to do some shooting? I obviously you got really nice, beautiful pictures. Yeah, um, actually, I didn't even shoot much with my camera. That was all cell phone pics. Um, what you so using? we're we uh, got a new iPhone something. What is it? Yeah, eleven Pro. Nice. Um, but that has like four cameras on the back, right? Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. So like, I don't even need to bring a camera with me anywhere. I just bring my phone. That's that's how good it is. Yeah, it's awesome. It's got the nice wide angle, uh, little telephoto, and mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. for like vlogging and little hiking stuff. Yeah. Obviously, not for my okay the money shots, but yeah, it's good for just kind of. And you don't break your ice. camera; you just break your phone. Exactly, and it's got all this protective glass and the case on it now, so should Please. be should be good. But no, we uh, we did that with the, the same um, crew that we just went uh, ah, to okay. the waterfalls with uh, her coworkers. Nice, just kind of showing them around the town. So, mm-hmm. okay, and then you did uh, you you went pretty close to the um, drop off. I did. At least in the, I can't really tell, right? You were there, but from the pictures, um, is that something you engage with um, knowingly because it uh, you feel like this is uh, it is making you alive? Yeah, you're definitely living in the moment. Um, so, like backstory to why I like kind of like do the cliff thing now. So, when I was in Norway in 2014, uh, we hiked this mountain called Prick Stolen. I think that's how it's pronounced. It's in Norway. Yeah. Okay. And it's just like a two thousand foot vertical drop right wow. into the fjords. Like it's just phenomenal. Wow. So we hiked that, and it was like a pretty grueling hike. And I'm like, well, I need some sort of memory of this. I need a photo here, but I'm afraid of heights. Like I'm definitely <laughs> afraid of heights at this point, right? Okay. But back then, yeah. Okay. And I just sat on it, and I'm just freaking out, and I sat on it, and I looked. Oh, you back. went so close. You yeah, sat. Like I sat like you sat my right feet there. over. Jesus. And somebody was hanging on to your sweater or you just like, no, no, I, got no I couldn't have anyone behind me. That no. would make me like, oh, really nervous. You have good friends. Yeah. <laughs> but it was packed. There was a lot of people, but I just, <laughs> I had to get the one shot. So I yes. did it and it wasn't so bad. And I'm like, I can do this. Nice. And uh, from then on, I just found the. That's how it always is. You have something where you're afraid of. You have something where you feel like I don't want to do it. You get it done. And then afterwards, it's like, oh, that, that, that wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. I did it. I have huge respect for that. Yeah, it's, and I just cured that fear of heights. Like, I used to be, like, oh, seriously, wow. deathly afraid of heights. Okay. And then, have you seen on Saturday, the video I posted, me walking to that little, like, Yeah, yeah, ledge. yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's a different. That's a different. That's a yes. Wima Canyon. Yeah. Okay. The canyon? Be- before, yeah. I couldn't do that at all. Yes. So just yeah, especially because you know you you take that step and you see the rock is broken. You see that's like a different piece. Do you check it, it out at all? It looks no. If you look at it from the actual lookout point, it's it's all fully intact. It's just ah, like yeah. a little crack that it's yeah. an illusion. 
Yeah, okay. It's just a lot worse. Special effects. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, I photoshopped it in there. (laughs) It works. It made me so nervous. uh, Yeah, you got those clicks. (laughs) Yeah, just, um, yeah, the view. That's why I like climbing um, the Dorian Tower because it's like a 360 degree view of a cliff. Whereas, like, if you're standing on a cliff, you just got that 180, right? Yeah, that's just like the stick that goes up all the way. When you're on that, it's. 360 degrees all the way around you. It's mm. it's a feeling that you'll never experience like that. No, it's just, it's just like Assassin's Creed. I don't yeah. get it. I, I, you know, I, I don't think I would do it. I don't think so. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Yeah, many, many won't. I've seen people get right to the top too and they just couldn't. How they do had you, to come right back down. How do they get down if they panic to on top? You have to rappel. Okay, so that's just like slowly rope yourself down. Yeah, and if you just lock on the rock in front of you, yeah, so it's not so bad. You yeah, don't, don't look anywhere and just drop, and mm-hmm. all your buddies are just saying, "You're doing awesome! You're doing awesome!" <laughs> the motivation, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. The mind is powerful. Okay, so but I want to go back to the sleeping giant. Okay, right? Is it is it busy there when you were there? It wasn't overly busy, I believe. The the length of it is what deters a lot of people from going. Mm. Um, yeah, so maybe when we were at the top, maybe 10 other people. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a little bit of a hot spot. And a lot of them bike, though. Yeah. Like, when we got to the bottom, there was just all bikes. I'm like, oh, we're suckers. We walked. <laughs> yeah, cheaters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Why did you didn't want to take the bike? I honestly, I don't like bikes. Okay. I the last time I actually rode a bike was the path like down there at four in the morning to shoot the sunrise at T Harbor. And yeah. I just ate shit so many times and bats flying in the face. So yeah. And my ass was so bruised from the sea. Cause I was born my buddy's like kids bike. And yeah, I don't like bikes. No. And in high school, if I showed you some old videos and you see why I don't like bikes. Yeah. A lot of, lots of stunts. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah, I'm just not a not a fan <laughs> of the bikes anymore. So I'm like, I'll walk even though it sucks. But yeah, that's a good workout. Now, um, you get this all done. You take this beautiful pictures. You lock it, and then um, do you have a moment where you just sit there in quiet and uh, appreciate the the view and you like take it in? And if so, what do you feel? On, what? How do you feel about this? Yeah, I just um. You just like learn to kind of like be in that moment, like living in the moment, you know, you're not thinking of what happened before or what's ahead. You're like, Mm. you're pretty present. Um, And I think that's what I love about all these spots is like, you could just be present and living in that moment, not worrying about anything else, you know? Yeah. Is it inspiring? Do you get like new ideas? Like your life perspective is changing in a way? Uh, for some of the spots, maybe not that one in particular. Um, and that's the first time I ever did that too. I've lived here my whole life and that's like the popular spot everyone does or yeah. should do. But yeah, I've never done it. Yeah. Like same shame on me, but I've lived here my whole life and I haven't <laughs> done it. And that's like, yeah, but you did it now. Yeah. So. And it's funny when I posted the photo, people were like, where is that? I'm like, oh man, you guys all live here. I'm like, you look at it every day. Yeah. You didn't take location. I did actually. Huh. Yeah. People can read. No. Or they neglect to read. Or they just want to engage with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, actually that photo was funny because it was just like a little cell phone photo, but it was one of the most liked on that account. Yeah, it blew up. It did, yeah. 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 Your your content is like when you check on Instagram, like... Um, location? You can, you, either location or you can do recent, and then you just take a hashtag, whatever. 
let's say Thunder Bay, mm-hmm. and out of your content, like in the top, whatever, like most, that you are there, you're right there. Yeah. yeah. So I always look to see if that happens, and I can't see it. So I think it all is relative to algorithms and like other people, like yeah. Because if I were to look at that on my account, I I'm not up there. You should make your second account and then just check. I have too many accounts. <laughs> Do you know how many accounts I actually have? Uh, I would say more than three. I guess I would say three, but I don't know. So I got the Terry Turnaround account, yeah. the D-Man Gilbert, Epica Pictures, Bay of Thunder, Epica Food, and then my Beret Collector page. Oh, and then Waterfalls in Northwestern Ontario, which I don't really use. But So yeah, that's, that's seven. Too many. Yeah, but you still want to do more. No, I got to really narrow it down. I, okay. I just want to funnel it into one. It's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it is. But I felt that like I need to like separate some of them. Yeah, and it makes sense. Like... It, what you're doing with Terry Turnaround, I can totally see why you do it differently. But I also understand how you want to do it, put it together. Mm. Like, that's for me, like, I have a personal account on Instagram and then I have this show now. And first I thought I'd just do convert my personal into it, but I, I didn't do it. I switched it back mm. because I wanted, it's just better because I do ask by the giant as well. Yeah. Because then I, then people who still just want to reach out to the person, they can still do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. complicated. And uh, me with three, four, four, yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's good. <laughs> Seven, I can't imagine. Yeah. One, I'm pretty, yeah, a couple, I'm probably just going to phase out. Mm. Like the food one. Yeah. I really post on it. Mm. I thought, like, I honestly originally did it to, like, because I was shooting a lot of food at the time, and I thought it'd be just, like, a good way to, like, have everything on there and then more restaurants or foods, whatever, like, mm. yeah, but yeah. yeah. It's, that's how we learn though. We, yeah. we do, we try things out to creator, you know, you do something and then eventually like, maybe this is not, you know, right now I don't, that's not my focus. I want to do something else. Mm. Yeah. I get really short when it was something like, I probably won't do any more popsicle reviews, you know? No. <laughs> like five oh. in and I'm like, all right, I'm out. People love them though. Yeah. People seem to be into it. Some are like, what are you doing? But uh, yeah, you having fun? Yeah, and they're tasty. I just want people to know that there's some good popsicles out there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't any uh, all of them that you showed. I have not tried. I was actually gonna bring you one, but I didn't think it would be. In, yeah, I think I thought it would have melted by the time I got here. Yeah, probably. We could have just put it back in the freezer. No, I tried that with a cyclone. It just was a mess. <laughs> it was all discolored, and it just didn't even taste the same. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. Oh, okay, yeah, because if, it's like chocolate. If chocolate melts, it has a different taste once you eat it when it's solid again. Yeah? Yeah. You mm. haven't never had a chocolate bar that melted somewhere in your um, equipment box gear bag? No. 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 <laughs> okay. No, I've had some chocolate bars that have melted, but I don't think I noticed. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. maybe you didn't have the... the, 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 the Chocolate from Switzerland. Mm, the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the this mountain you climbed that is only like the pillar of um, leftover. Um, is it, what is it called? The Canadian Shield. You think that's how the Canadian Shield was? That high? Oh yeah. So it basically, it's like a like a glacier kind of just carved all that out, and, ah, okay. and then the erosion left that little piece because like all around it's just like boulder field. So. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just things are just breaking away on that rock. How many times do you go up there? 
I've gone up it three times. Did it change over time? I hope not. But when I look at it from the other side, it looks questionable. <laughs> so you planning to go up there again? Or? Yeah, actually next week, yeah. Next week? There you go. <laughs> yeah, nice. And you there's do they leave the equipment in there? Like the hooks and everything? No, stays? so or you have to take it down. Buddy's gotta like climb up and like Put Set it all up, yeah, and yeah. then come back down. Okay, so you do you, you you have to take it off. Yeah. yeah, is that on Crown Land then? I guess, or is it a park or what is no, it? No, I think it's Crown. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. That's what they do on the Mount Everest too, right? Every year they they is it the shepherds? The shepherds? They have to Sherpas. The Sherpas. Yeah, that's my German accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they climb up there and they put those metal hooks in there, and they do it every year again. Which makes sense up there because of the snow. Yeah. But, like, is it a trust thing here then where you don't want to climb somebody else? Uh, or is it just the proper climbing etiquette? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not really okay. too involved with the rock climbing yeah. etiquette. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and let's just leave it like that. How high is it? I don't know. Hmm. I don't think it's quite 100 feet. Maybe it's 100 feet. Okay. That's pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, the exact height, I don't know. Yeah. I'm amazed how you just let go of your fear of heights with one event, and then it just disappeared. Yeah, literally. Mm. Yeah. I've had a bunch of cases like that where it just like, took like one moment to really mm. change my perspective on things. So you would have a good time going somewhere in China where they have those glass bridges and the glass railings going out everywhere. You did this. What's funny is I don't like bridges. <laughs> okay, what? What? But if you just would go once, you would be okay, right? No, it's, bridges bug me for some reason. I don't know why. Okay, it's a different feeling because you're like over it, and I don't know. Yeah, bridges mm -hmm. totally different for me. That's crazy. You yeah. go on that mountain. This is like, but it's just like you're on the edge and it's secure ground, and then you can kind of look over. Sure, you could fall over, but like bridges, I feel like it could just mm. go. So, do you, did you go to the uh, suspension bridges? No, I won't do that. You won't do it? No, 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 What? no. You, did you check it out once? No, no. I haven't even bothered. Just pictures? I just know that I'm not going to like it. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't done that. Yeah, that's one of the first things I did when I came to town. Yeah, yeah. I went to the Emesis mine there. Okay. Check that out. And then we went to those bridges. And yeah, they're, they're good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I walked through them, but I don't think I would go again. It, no. was, it was good to do it once. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, this, I think the swang and also like, I don't know if you, that trestle I just took that photo of like, you could see, like you got to walk pretty much like that, like a, like a foot in between each uh, railway tie and yeah. it's just straight bottom. Oh, wow. Which is pretty high up. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So that's a little sketchy. I don't like that. How does your partner feel about those um, pictures where you're so close to the cliff? She, she doesn't does, bother she anymore. Does, she does she used to be thing. very afraid of heights, too. Okay. Like, even when we first climbed Mount McKay, she looked back and realized how high we were, and she freaked out. But mm -hmm. she's, like, totally <laughs> gotten used to it now. Okay. It's amazing to watch, because, like, you couldn't even take a picture of her before. That's how shy she was. Okay. So... Yeah, it's good that you guys are on the same page. Yeah. That's very supportive. I like that. With traveling being suspended, I know we can't talk about too much about traveling, but have you gone? Uh, I know you did a lot 
you know, you have seen the world, you're a world traveler. Have Have you been to the pyramids? I haven't. Okay. Yeah. Have you? No. I wish. Yeah. My parents always told me, don't go because they bomb you up. <laughs> because back then there was a lot of terrorism and yeah. they would target those buses with the tourists. Right. My My grandfather went and he took pictures and he showed me and I was just like, damn, I want to go. Yeah. I would, uh, really like to go but buddy of mine went and it's funny he uh i forget what happened i think he like forgot his memory card and his camera so when he went there and he had no pictures he actually had to book it again to go back <laughs> they let him he did it i don't know i think yeah it definitely cost some money but like he went twice just so he can actually get shot it's funny though yeah well at least they let him go in because yeah. then there was a time period where they would just not let you go in anymore. Oh, he couldn't go in. No, I'm just saying like to actually get there, like ah. like photos. Like he actually forgot his memory card, so he couldn't even get a photo of like Anything. being there. You know? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. 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 At least you want that. Yeah. At least you know yeah. show that you have been there. Uh, have you been to Stonehenge? I haven't. I, you know what? I haven't been to a lot of those like really popular spots. Like okay. I haven't done like. Italy, Spain, England, like you know those really mm -hmm. like the really popular European hotspots. I haven't done any France. I haven't done any of those. Yeah, but you've been to Germany. Yeah, that's all that matters. I know. I love Germany. Have you? Did you go on the autobahn? I did. And I have a very funny story of the autobahn. Yeah, I want to hear it. So when we were leaving Cologne, we were supposed to take a train to Amsterdam, and for some reason, I think there was like. Uh, a tree or something fell on the track. Yeah. So then they canceled it, and they're like, "Okay, you gotta get in the cab." We're like, "What?" Like, I guess the Euros or whatever is gonna pay for our cab to go to Amsterdam. Yes. Which I was like, "Are you sure?" Because like, we're watching this meter go up as we're driving the autobahn, and it got <laughs> up to like seven hundred dollars. Wow. And they covered it. Yeah. But like, I didn't even realize we're on it until like we're like in the right lane and we just see these cars just, just like right past us, going like. 180 and everything and yeah. the car just like shook yeah, it was crazy yeah, but it was just looked like a normal highway like i didn't expect it i thought it was going to be this crazy big double lane and yeah the roads are a little bit better and they don't get beaten up as much as over winter like here but you're right it's a normal road yeah it was just like a little normal double lane like yeah. one way highway i i did not expect that i, I was expecting this big crazy elaborate thing i don't yeah. know why but oh. big bigger cities like frankfurt they have six lanes Okay. Uh, that gets a little bit more fancier, but nothing like Toronto here. Like, when yeah, you drive that's in crazy. Toronto, that's, that's like, uh, yeah, you, you got to know how to drive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's my experience with the Autobahn. You um, didn't go, you didn't rent a car and say, I want to drive. You had that feeling, but you didn't have the time. Yeah, like, every time I've gone there, we always had, like, we we're taking a plane or a train somewhere, but never yeah. thought of renting one. Should have. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you, I'm sure you will go there again eventually one day. I'd like to really, yeah, like see um, like the Black Forest and all that. It's beautiful. In the south. Because like I was in Stuttgart, but I didn't realize there was all this epicness around there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I went to the Black Forest once. We uh, I had a friend over from Canada while, while I was still living in Germany. And we did a, we did a cross-country tour down to the Oktoberfest because we lived up a little bit higher to the close to the north sea and then uh we stopped there by and it's it's nice that's why i remember it if i if i would have done it earlier in my life i wouldn't have not remembered it mm. do you remember a lot of things when you were younger or you have like blank memory no there's a few key uh things yeah i, I actually i remember more from when i was younger but it's like my middle like later high school to college i kind of forget a lot <laughs> <laughs> so it's the opposite yeah interesting Key moments I remember as younger, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So out of all your travels now, did you have anything that is like standing out that you want to mention about or any favorite spot or like, I know you went to, you went down to, didn't you go to South Korea too? Yeah. 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 A couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's something I like, I feel like this is really nice. Like the culture and um, it's like a different world, right? I really enjoyed it there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's hard to describe. Like, they're just like such fun people. You know, they like to have a good time. Mm. And the, the food was amazing. I didn't know half the stuff I was eating, but like it was yeah, so different. And uh, just like every restaurant like you walk by, it just got these crazy like signs. They're just every restaurant, just like the craziest signs you could think of. <laughs> and each place is just so different. And yeah, just I loved it there. Uh, and then. You know, once you're actually out of the city, which is like crazy, the countryside is just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. The mountains and everything like that. And uh, it had a mix of everything for me. So, yeah, I like that. Nice. Is it, is, are they very similar to how the way of life is in Japan? Very hard work and then lots of party? Yeah, but they're really different cultures. Okay. Um, yes, of course. I just, I wanted to touch base how you. How yeah, like they, they can drink and they love to drink mm. but they definitely work hard and they study hard and yeah yeah and they make good cars now too better and better yeah, yeah. they're doing really really good and actually in korea they uh they have samsung cars samsung cars yeah nice are they yeah. all electric no they're made in partnership with renault ah uh, yeah and uh but yeah you can only get them in korea so samsung cars um, uh, how are they called what's the model name I don't just have a logo on it. Like I Samsung. didn't even, yeah, nice. they, they're just like normal sedans. There's nothing crazy about them. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, it's crazy to have a drive a Samsung. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Chloe's dad, uh, he works for Samsung. Like he was an engineer and like one of the chips there. So nice. She grew up all around. Yeah. That. Samsung went a long way. Yeah. They started selling washing machines. I oh, think yeah. that's how it started. If I'm not mistaken, you can correct me, but I think that's how it started. And then they just boom. Yeah, they have everything now. It's, it's crazy. Like that and LG are like the biggest mm. companies there. Yeah. And buy Nokia or Blackberry is gone. It's just died. No, I think Nokia is still going. Yeah, they're doing some remodeling, up. right? I looked at yeah. the new phone. I'm like, oh shit, they're still around. <laughs> yeah. It's very old school, which is good if, you, if that's what you like. Yeah. I have my first cell phone in Germany was a Nokia. I had that one from the Matrix, the green one, where you put a button and then it slides open. Oh, yeah. I was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, but it wasn't my first phone. I bought yeah. it secondhand somewhere. So um, you were you were, you were playing some music now? You are this big drummer. You're the music superhero in the, uh, in the band called Fixer, right? Yes. Yeah. Fixer, yes. I, so... I, I, so How does that happen? Well, I've been in like a lot of bands in, over the years with the the guitarist and writer of all oh, this okay. uh, music, and um, so he had this kind of like little pet project of his he's been working on for years, and he just basically asked if I want to come and play drums, and uh, just like that, yeah, because like we've worked on many projects together before, and we always got along great. Okay, um, so he knew that be a good fit so. oh okay so they open they did a new band or they had this project going and they needed a drummer yeah okay. so 
it was just him and his girlfriend and she's the the vocalist and he's the guitarist but he wrote everything like he literally wrote the guitars bass drums and everything structured and then he brought in all these other people to actually play the instruments nice so yeah this would be the probably third band i played with him Mm -hmm. but i haven't played in like 10 years so how did that nice how how did that feel then it's weird it's like riding a bike it just comes back to you it's like riding a bicycle yeah (laughs) it's like riding except for me i had uh and fumble a few times though but uh no you look great like the video you did who did the video my buddy chad okay Kervan, yeah yeah so yeah he uh, he does quite a bit of music videos so i felt he'd be good for that project like he does that professionally yeah okay like yeah. company name there yeah chad Kervan photography yeah okay good so, yeah. he's originally from oshawa and convinced him to move here and he's been doing well ever since so yeah yeah, there's lots of uh, lots of content needs to be created here. Yep, and there was this market switch over, and that everything local is really good too, right? You don't have to go to to hire somebody from Toronto. It's here. It's right yeah. here. Oh yeah, people are here. Yeah, and I've been even fortunate, like being from here and being hired in Toronto or bigger cities. You know, being yeah. from here, like yeah, yeah. Do they still consider you local then in Toronto when you go there? No, you an outsider. No, just I don't know. I'll just have like a good report to uh, someone yeah. within the company or whatever. So yeah, okay, nice. Back to the band. Yeah. So he like I know you you post um, like I followed a little bit, right? I saw that you you posting some content and the the video dropped, the single dropped, and then went on Spotify. Like, how did that all happen? Did you like the guy wrote all the songs, or did she write the songs? I'm not familiar with the names. I'm sorry. Uh, lyrically, I believe Armel writes all the lyrics. Uh, he does the actual music. Okay, composes it all, structures it. He recorded it all, mixed, mastered it. Oh wow! Did everything. So he has um, a studio. Yeah, a little kind of basement setup. Very nice. Uh, he used to work for the radio station, so he's uh, pretty familiar with sound engineering and whatnot. Um, so originally the plan was to like release the video and the EP like later in May. Mm. Eh. But then it's like, now's the time because everyone's just sitting around their house. So we kind of really pushed to try to get everything done. Mm. And uh, I just wanted to be on Spotify. So I was pretty excited to get that going. Yeah. Um, That's amazing. So it's nice to finally have a record, like record, you know, on there. Yeah. Recording. That's been so many bands and just never have an actual recording of it. Mm-hmm. One that's, you know, decent enough to share with people, anyways. Yeah. I think it's also changing. Like, media is becoming more accessible for consumers but also for people that produce right you can have all the talent in the world but if somebody doesn't publish you or put you somewhere and then even if you're michael jackson or whatever mm-hmm. right but i mean now you have the freedom where you can do it and you can get on spotify that's just crazy now it's like you don't need to have the record label like now everyone could publish their own thing now yep just look at this podcast it's the same yeah thing. Like, Everything like you're like YouTube just created all these channel like this broadcast network for anyone that has you know a creative idea and yeah. wants to get their own show out there. Okay, there's nothing holding you back anymore. No, there's no excuse. Do you have that drive where you just want to create? This is like something that you're born with, and you're just like, if I don't do it, that's yeah. I I've always wanted to create, and like ever since I was a little kid, just always infatuated with my parents' video camera and just um. Yeah, just always kind of like like entertaining. I still always do the stuff on camera before actually getting behind it. 
uh, friends would always miss the shot of me doing a stunt, and I got kind of pissed off. So then I started sure. filming it. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got to, into good. filming. Yeah. It was more by accident. Yeah. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. And then you um, you you get that job. You use a drummer, right? Amazing. Now, is that your equipment, or how does that work? Yeah, so a buddy of mine was moving to Vancouver and just basically having a craft sale, selling all of his stuff, and then noticed he posted a drum set, and I'm like, mine. pretty nice kit for that price. I'm going to take it. Yoink. <laughs> I don't have a place to put it, but I'll, uh, yeah, you hey, put Sean, it? can I put it in your basement? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be able to play that in your in your apartment, right? Absolutely not. No. No. I'd love to get an electric kit uh, to keep up with things. Um, like on an iPad? No, like an actual like, like uh, like an, these electric kits now. They uh, like have the full response of a real kit. Okay, but it's all like you can play it through your headphones in, uh, so you're not actually okay. creating any noise. Okay, so it's a full. It would be full size. Yep, uh, full size. Yeah, and you could add any sample to sound like any kit you want. They're uh, really amazing, but amazing. they're like way more expensive even than a real kit. But uh, for where I live, I think it'd be the ideal thing. But mm. you guys come, yet. yeah. You guys like hanging out once a week then and practice. In normal we, life? Uh, yeah, we're doing about once a week, yeah. yeah. We we haven't jammed since, though. For sure. I know the the two guys, like Sean and the other guitarist, they've been doing it kind of remotely, mm -hmm. jamming with each other. Like Zoom? Something like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what platform, but that's how they're kind of yeah. keeping up with tracks and everything. I like that. So did it take you long to get? No, you said it was really easy. You got right into it. But then... Um, You you guys have that song, the first single, right? Mm -hmm. Did you did you like how many times did you play and then you recorded? How did that work? Um, for the video shoot, I think we so I got uh, access to this warehouse. It used to be the old like brewers experience, like where they like stored the beer, and it was like winterized, so it was freezing uh, in there. That's like on Cumberland. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like we're in there and. It was freezing yeah, yeah yeah no heat it was all winterized and uh no beer no beer definitely no beer and we ran through i would say maybe like 10 times or whatever mm -hmm. 10 full takes whatever and then he then he would go and do his little insert close-up shots of everything but yeah it was pretty cold It was good though. It was yeah. a great location that no one's ever used so that's yeah. what i liked about it because you guys didn't have jackets on No, yeah, like my my thing was like a sleeveless hoodie. That's what he wanted me to wear. Yeah, like he's very like he has a look that he wanted for everyone too, right? Uh, so, okay. yeah. Did you like that? Well, I wasn't gonna do like the makeup and all that other kind of stuff that mm. he likes to do and she yeah. does. But uh, I'm like, I'll wear all black, and yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's as far. Like I wasn't in another band with him where it was like crazy theatrics and makeup and. It was a shit show, though. <laughs> Those shows were crazy. Yeah, especially if you sweat then, eh? Yeah. How does that work? Was it waterproof? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, it was. It, it was very hard to get off after, actually. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. It's I like a paint. Yeah. Okay. So I don't need to wear that stuff again. That's good. Well, you wanted to highlight your biceps, right? Yeah. There you go. I think I was in prep then, too, so I was uh, getting lean. Yeah. No, it looks really good. I love it. You look like you... You're in the element, like you 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 in the moment. You you feel the magic. It looks really good. I love it. Yeah, yeah. that's fun plan. What's the plan with that? 
Uh, they they have some new songs that they've been working on, so I guess kind of go from there. Yeah, yeah, not too sure. So if they will go on the tour, and when everything is back to normal, you 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 have to go too, right? I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Plus, there's lots of local opportunities too, right? Yeah, so like we would definitely do like a big show here, build up a lot of hype, and do that first. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know how the touring would work. If for me, I'd like, I'd want to try to get on some big festival in Germany or something. Yeah, Rammstein. just even just a little low opening up for Rammstein. <laughs> just get on like even if it's a small stage where you're gonna get some big crowds, you know. Yeah, they have this um rock on rock on rock and ring. Yeah, I've been there. You know, you've been there. Wow, it's great. Yeah, how was the weather? It was perfect. Good man, I got a lot of crazy stories from that trip. Oh. <laughs> I I what I learned is like nobody can drink like a German. Okay, you sure? Yes. Okay. The thing was though. They had a, like, the guys that, so when we walked into the festival, like, my buddy Curtis and I, we had no spot. We just, like, walked in, and these guys just took us. They're like, oh, we, we could put your tent right here. Well, then they start setting it all off for us, and it was, like, the perfect spot, because, like, right when you, like, get up and go, you just walk right into the festival. Like, it was such a perfect spot. So they, like. They worked there? No, they were just these guys that took us in. It nice. was great. Um, yep. Nice. And uh, so they went to that spot, like, I think, like, a week before or a few days before, uh, pre-planned it, you know. They have a tent literally just for their beer. Yes. And then we get up at 6 in the morning and crush <laughs> all the way till 3 in the morning and then repeat for, like, the four-day festival. <laughs> and not one fight. Everyone's just super happy and chill and just, mm. like, it was just amazing. Yes. It's a different world. Yeah. Really? The one thing I didn't understand, though, was, like, it mm. just all looked like a landfill site. Everyone just throws their shit everywhere. Yeah. But then the incentive was that you get you get seven dollars a bag or seven dollars euro for a garbage bag that you clean up at the end. Okay. Yeah. So that's not a bad deal. I'm sure they clean it up afterwards. Though. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But like when you're there, it's just like like a bomb one. <laughs> yeah. Why pick it up if you know the next person is gonna drop it yeah. again? Yeah. Like I get what you you posted you posted a picture of people that uh, left some stuff behind on one of your recent trips, and you know I I appreciate you picking that up because it, like if you got there for a day you shouldn't really leave anything behind. If it's an organized event and it's like professionally, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, I understood that. I just I just wasn't used to it. It was just like crazy because like I do that festival in Iceland too, and it's everyone just kind of just. Throws their shit in the garbage, right? Okay, but that it was just <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was yeah. fun. Great as, as long as you can still walk, you're good. You're good. Oh yeah, and some guys like tent blew up beside us in the middle of the night when none of us heard, and like you had to be escorted out and like ambulance and everything. But mm. you were probably with he was too close to the beer tent. Yeah, not too sure what happened. How but, do you? Uh, how did they replenish the beer tent? Or like four days is a long time if you drink that much. They beer. had pallets of beer in there in the beer tent. Yeah, like, like they they this the two guys that helped you set up the tent. There's like they I'd had a, like six of them. They had a private beer tent with pallets of beer. Yeah, and they took you in and they gave you all the beer. Yeah, wow. Yeah, they took us in. Like I brought like a few bottles of stuff. Mm. It turned <laughs> out to be disgusting. <laughs> like this alcohol called corn. Yeah, yeah. It's like. It's like 20, schnapps. 20 bucks, and it was really high percentage. It was yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, it's like schnapps, really. It's like ice corn is made out of potatoes, isn't it? 
maybe. And it was spelt like the band too, like K O R N. So I thought, oh, this is cool. This is awesome. And the other thing I had was, um, <laughs> oh, what is it? Shit, it's eighty percent though. Mm. It's in the green bottle. Oh, that's like the one that's infused with the other drug, right? Isn't it? It's like the the green stuff. No, not ant- not absent. No, oh. it's a, it's a type of rum. I'm not familiar. Yeah, I forget the name of it now. Unfortunately, you can buy a lower percentage here, like fifty percent here, but there it's eighty. Mm. It's actually from Austria. Yeah, that doesn't sound okay. Yeah, so yeah. the Mozart balls. That's all I brought, and then they're like, "You brought the wrong alcohol for this." <laughs> so they saw you pulling up in that cab. You guys came out, and then you had that cornball, and that's the moment they decided to yeah. take you in. Yeah, they took us in. <laughs> the The ground was atrocious. It was just, like, these rocks, like, the size of my fist, and we didn't have any, like, mat or anything, so I was trying to find, like, cardboard around, like, the festival site to, like, try to lay down. Yeah. Oh, boy. It was, it was a rough few sleeps, but the, mm. the festival itself was amazing, and just the experience and all the good music and yeah. the people that I've met and I've mm-hmm. gone back. Like, that's why I went to Stuttgart after was to go see those guys that I met at the festival. Very nice. That's yeah. awesome. Did you Do you remember any bands you saw? Yeah, quite a few of them. Uh, there's Iron Maiden, Metallica, Queens of the Stone Age, uh, Nine Inch Nails. That's awesome. that's awesome. Rob Zombie, Slayer. I was front row for, like, all like majority of them and I'm actually on camera like they because they filmed the whole event right yes so you can see me in like a bunch of the clips just <laughs> rocking out hard oh how was your hearing afterwards uh being a drummer I'm pretty deaf anyways so okay yeah it was good yeah. what what I remember though is uh there's this band called heaven shall burn they're a German band that played just before a slayer and like like I said we we're press we we're like front row literally front row like our chests against the gate and it was like, you're getting crushed the whole time. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> we felt this pressure relief. We're like, oh, what's going on? And so they do this thing called like the circle of death or something like this. I don't know. Mm. So we look back. There's just like a giant gap. And all of a sudden, they all come in like this. And just like explode. Yeah. And just like, oh, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. I went to, I used to go to this rock. Um, oh, you would say dance club here, but it's like a, it's a, it's um it's a bar i guess but you dance in it mm-hmm. and um my sister used to go there so she got me hooked and then finally when i was of age 18 we went to this bar too and they played rock music but very more aggressive rock music mm. and um you if, there's always a couple of guys who would dance and they would dance in a way where they would engage if you would dance with you wouldn't dance with them but if you were close enough there would be contact mm-hmm. so yeah that one time i i was i had a really good time and then this guy and i didn't wasn't even close to him and instead of just like knocking me with his shoulder he just pushed me with both of my hands and i flew off the dance floor against this um table and my spine hit the, the wood and i was like ouch that hurt <laughs> but i was just a kid right yeah and this guy was like 30 or whatever and i was just like oh whatever that's cool yeah i'm not hurt <laughs> so i know i know what you mean it's probably not the same extreme as you went through did you go into the ring of death no no i did not it was a uh, scary when there's like tens of thousands of people yeah 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 and you don't know what they're gonna do you don't know and i've had my nose broken before that so i didn't want like an elbow or something. I'm very like I used to always go in like a mosh pit at concerts, but like 
after breaking your nose, I don't want that feeling again, so I kind of mm-hmm. stay away now. Yeah. Bicycle related? Uh, no, it's actually a spinning heel kick from a, a fight rehearsal that. scene. Yes. Yeah, it was during a fight rehearsal from a film. That's crazy. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Changed. Changed everything. Yeah. How I breathe. <laughs> wow. Did you have to go for surgery? Oh, yeah. 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 Two of them. Ooh. I had to have the reconstructive surgery. And then later on, I had to have like uh, a septoplasty where they kind of drill it out to open it up again. That's crazy. Not fun. You know when you like jump into a, a pool or a lake and you get that like that water up the nose and that yeah. burns? Mm. It's like that for eight hours. When they, when it breaks? Yeah. Wow. That's the, the feeling that is. Wow. That's the only way I can describe it. That's unbelievable. It's very uncomfortable. So he's a good friend of yours? No. 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 You, you knew him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. we rehearsed the scene a bunch of times and just got a little close. Yeah. Does that happen? I guess. Yeah, accidents happen. Yeah. I'm just glad it was on camera. Yeah. I would have been pretty bummed if it wasn't. Yeah. I've seen it. Now that you say that, I have seen it, and I have slowed it down, and I've seen <laughs> it again. Yeah, it's been on a bunch of TV shows and everything, too, and, yeah, it's been all over. Yeah. Did you, um, so Stuntman is not your thing, right? You wouldn't do that? Yeah, I would like to actually be an actual stuntman. Oh, yeah, I would love to do that. You would do? Okay. Yeah. All right. I thought of, I was looking into it because there was a coordinator in Winnipeg that my friend worked with. Yep. I was considering it, but I just never made the plunge. Yeah. It's not too late yet. No. No, I have quite a few friends that are in the industry that started off doing like the little homegrown stunts that are now mm. actual stuntmen. It's pretty neat to see. Yeah. They say, has anything going on in town before stuntmans? No, no, it's all stunt women. Toronto, like my one buddy, he does stuff out of North Carolina. Another guy down in the uh, Toronto area. Okay. What do you think about um, the PlayStation Five design choices? Have you seen it? I haven't. I'm a oh. Xbox guy. Xbox. How do you How do you feel the new design of the Xbox? Then I haven't even seen it. Okay, good. Have we talked about this? <laughs> Sorry, I uh, <laughs> I only play one game on it too. I only play hockey. Hockey. Yeah. Yeah. And you play it every year again? Are you like you buy it every year again? Those sports no, games? no, I'll probably I um I had like the old like Xbox three sixty for years mm. and I just had hockey and skate on it. I just like realistic games. Yeah. And then I just like oh I don't play this thing, so I sold it and then when I got the new place, I'm like, oh, it would be nice to play hockey again. So then I bought an Xbox one and then I had to buy the game and so I don't know if I'll buy another one. Yeah. I feel the same. I'm like at the point of my life where time is so limited for me. Yes, I can play a video game, but if I do, then I can't do all the things I love to do or I can't work out or I don't have the time to do something that I really want to do mm-hmm. because time is so limited. Yeah. And you, 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 with your business, that must be the same thing, right? Once you're done with that, which is pretty much 24 hours, you can, you have, the client says, hey, when you're going to work, that's what you're going to do. I see that. Yeah, so I like I got to literally have nothing going on for a long time for me to like want to play the video game. You know, I got to be pretty bored. And even then I'm like halfway on my kid is getting boring. Yeah. Um but yeah, time is the most precious thing we have. Once it's spent, you don't get it back, so you got to be pretty mindful of your time. Yes. Do you manage your time actively then? Like you do you have a problem motivating yourself now with working out again or is there something like Um No, some some days, mm. yeah, yeah, Just day by day. I I yesterday I was like, I do 
like I time my workouts when the little the little one, the five month old sleeps, because then I have time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if I don't do it, then there will be no time. Right. So I do that, and then yesterday he was in bed around eight thirty nine, finally for the day, which is awesome. And usually he wakes up one more time, and I was like, I didn't feel it, you know. I I watched some live stream, and then. I was thinking about today and I didn't feel it. And then eventually I pushed myself. I started, I did six reps and then I wanted to quit Uh and I didn't. And then in the end I was was like, awesome. I didn't, I I went through it. Yeah. It's more rewarding when you like, you you get that feeling where you want to quit, but then you just like persevere and you just push through it. Yeah. It's like, keep going. And then it's like more rewarding, I think. Mm. Um, Yeah. I I go through laws like that sometimes. Do you have off days then in your when you train professionally? Do you what? do you take days off at all? Like one day is totally rest, or do you do just cardio? Uh, it it depends like how I guess fatigued or weak I am. Yeah, okay. But even after that big giant hike, um, I thought for sure the next day I was going to be a write up, but no, I went for a walk the next day. Just just keep moving, you know. I find when you don't move, you're just going to seize up. And, yeah. Um. Yeah, I just think just keeping active, keep going. Once you like start working out, like quite regularly i find you don't get as sore anymore anyways it's like when you take a long period <laughs> and then you do it again like oh yeah oh, there's boy. that feeling. Yeah. so i kind of like that feeling when you get like that really soreness as really weird as it is like yeah. if you can't even move anymore well it's rare that i get that bad okay but like when i started with body weight exercise again like pull-ups and i did like i was at boulevard leg and it was i was yeah i can still do this i haven't worked out in forever i wake up in the middle of the night and my whole body is just seized up. <laughs> and I'm in pain. <laughs> and then I, ha- I I took two or three days off. Mm-hmm. With push-ups, it's different. I can push through it. But that one I had like once and I was like, I couldn't do anything. Really? I was done. Yeah, if I have a really bad leg workout, not bad, like a good leg workout where I'm like that sore. And then that's like, oh, it's rough. But like, like Chloe, my partner, like when she works out, doesn't matter. She's like crippled for two days uh, every time it's like she it's like she doesn't have that muscle memory to like mm-hmm. recover quick or something okay like even when we we're at the waterfall the other day saturday like she was just constantly throwing a line fishing like today her arms are just like this <laughs> it's so funny like, yes. yeah is that a big exercise fishing i guess i don't i didn't think it was i mm-hmm. thought it's pretty low yeah. <laughs> strenuous yeah work. it happens who cooks at home that's funny thing. We uh we both eat entirely different. Yeah. So Yeah, that's must have been like was it an issue when you eat all those pasty green stuff? Uh like you posted uh, some pictures of some kind of stuff that was your breakfast. I don't know. Like it was in a bowl and you showed how you make it. I think it was like protein powder and something else. Oh yeah, yeah, it was the protein pudding. Yeah. So yeah, that's Ooh, literally just protein powder and a little bit of water and it tastes like chocolate pudding. Okay, so. well the taste is good then I guess. Absolutely. Okay. Probably doesn't look as good. The, 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 it was not so nice. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't have the visual appeal as some meals might. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's tasty and it helped get through things. But she um, she does some fancy cooking, right? She can cook amazing food. So yeah. if, if like there's something I really want to try, or you know, should we try this? She's like able to pull it out. Wow. Like that's just like because she has like she cooks certain type of meals from her home country right 
No, you just like give her a North American meal that she's never had or even made before, and she could just pull it off. There you go. Okay. Yeah. She's a chef. Yeah, like just like this little closet chef, you know. Yeah. Yeah, she's very talented. Does she use measurements at all, or just like no? Ah, that's why she can't bake. Okay. She's tried baking before, and like you got to be precise with baking, and yeah. yeah, baking is tricky. She tried to make these like muffins, and they turned out like cookies. I just call them cuffins. They were just like a disaster <laughs> piece. So hard. Yeah. 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 I can relate to that story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still ate them. Yeah. Because I just dipped them in the coffee. There you go. And they melt a little bit. It's okay. I like cookies, so that's good. So what's happening with Terry Turnaround? What what's going on? You know, I like the hair is just getting like perfect enough to get it permed again, and I decided to just cut it. Okay. The mustache. So I think he's gonna make a return a little bit. Mm. Yeah. You have a plan? Yeah. Okay. Some plans. All right. You just had to take a little break. Yeah. How come? If you don't mind asking. Uh, the hair is just pretty out of control. Yeah. Yeah. You could just get a wig. Like, uh. Yeah. I have gotten a wig and I have like this like fake mustache, but I don't know if it looks good enough. The mustache is easy to grow back though. That's pretty easy for me, but Mm. I think the hair is like the key. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. That's nice when it's like, cause I, I like the perm cause it's low maintenance. You don't have to do anything. It just like, just does its thing. Yes. But it takes a while to grow to that point. And Zushi, uh, very uncomfortable. So The hair? Yeah. How come? Uh, it's just like that awkward in-between state where you can't do anything with it. You know, uh, it's like just, yeah. Yeah, I guess. So it's very specific just for that one role. Yeah. but And then everything else, you're just like, oh, my God, why do I have so much hair? But it was fun. I think people of... miss it. Yeah. No, I was surprised with the, the following that he had. Yeah, I was very surprised and the requests that I'd get. Yeah, or, you said something you're interested in, like um, I don't want to frame it like this, but like comedy, like stand-up comedy. Is that something you could see? Because you say you are behind the camera, but Terry yeah. Turnaround is like right in front of the camera. So that's kind of like because I used to do stand-up as well. You did, okay, yeah, um, but um, I never did it as Terry, which I think it would be a more you, of a hit. You play that character, yeah. yeah. I think it'd be good. Um, yeah, I haven't done it in quite some time. So what's, yeah, show. what's locally going on for stand-up comedy in town? Do you, do you know? Uh, well, there was, um, I think Five Forks would do the odd show every now and then, and then obviously the the bottom of the Royalton. Okay. And good turnout, I guess? Lots of people attending? Yeah, very small room, though. Uh, like yeah. How small? We're talking maybe like 10 tables. 10 tables? Of yeah. twos? Pardon Fours? Me? Like, I don't know. Uh, they varied. Some are longer. They're, there's, like, two long road ones, oh, and like then, a like, a couple, room. like. Yeah. So, and then there's, like, the odd, like, big show that would be at the Finn Hall. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just. So you, you did that? Yeah, huh? I did, like, some big ones at uh, the Finn Hall. It was weird, too, because you're doing two nights, two shows each night, so, like, a 7 p.m. and a 10 p.m., mm. and you, you'd have this one joke that was just, like, just get everyone going, and then the one show just crickets. That's actually the name of that one uh, venue is crickets. But um, <laughs> it was uh, it was just super awkward because like you knew the one joke that was so good every time, or that you thought, and then the one crowd just like didn't get it, and it's like you don't know how oh, to react to it. Shit, it was weird. Like, did you, pa- did you panic? 
I just didn't. I was like, oh, okay, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like the one tough moment, right? You, um, you were there to be uh, funny, and if you don't get laughs, what are you gonna do? So I, I used to do a lot of self-deprecation humor, and I was like, meaning, meaning, just make fun of yourself. Okay, and like I was pretty like heavy set at the time, so it was easy. Ah, uh, yeah, I just had a lot of easy jokes to make, you know, for myself. So that, um. It was good, and then it was weird because, like, I could do the stand-up, and then I'd do, like, a public speaking thing the next day, and I couldn't do it. Like, it's easier for me to just go out and make fun of myself being blinded by these lights than, like, yeah. sitting in a crowd of, like, 10 people and trying to explain something. Mm. I have a hard time doing that. Yes. Is that because you didn't see them or because you like what you're doing or you don't well, like public Well, it was more of a speaking? routine, too. Like, it was, like, I had a routine. Like, I knew exactly what I'm going to do. So, like, yeah. that made it easier. Being blinded, too. Like, yeah. you can't really see. So what the heck is going on? But then, like, you do, like, some sort of speaking engagement, and you're asked these questions, and sometimes it just doesn't come out the way you had planned it, and then you kind of feel weird. Mm. Did you have, did you write a script? Like, you made a plan? Yeah, like, I got, like, a kind of, like, a set, set, basically. Like, okay. I would always do, like, a five-minute set, you know, as an opener. Yeah. I haven't really gone past that in 10 minutes or... You miss it? Certain aspects, mm -hmm. yeah. It's I, nice when, like, you do a show and then all of a sudden, like, way later, someone will recognize you from it and, like, enjoy it, you know? Like, you actually made them laugh or whatever, so... Yeah. You should bring Terry Turner on on the... On the the on, next one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll bring him back. You should bring him on to the comedy stand-up. I think it would take off. Because it's also then you creating a character, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that would be fantastic. Right. This is, add this to, to your uh, to-do list, please, okay? Okay. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> so how is the um, handstand up? The training for that, how did that go? The handstand up push-up? Oh, hand yeah. Handstand up push-up? Yeah, the handstands. Uh, I forget the actual term. Of I've never done those. And it's like, it's a good workout, eh? Oh, yeah. Your shoulders uh, get a really good workout. Mm. Yeah. Um, you're using everything, though. Your whole core, you're engaging everything. Yeah, because you're holding a, you're holding a tight position. Mm. Did, you, did you fall a lot? No, I have a pretty good system. If I feel that I'm gonna, I just, like, take the one arm off and just kind of roll out of it. You roll out of it? Okay. So yeah. lots of practice then? Yeah, I used to like do like hands hands on everything when I was younger, uh, like just for fun. Like you were not, the guy who walks on the hands all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like I would find weird things to walk on my hands on, just like to do it, like slides. Wow, like like vertical slides. I would like go down um skateboards, right on them. Um, yeah, you yeah, had just, the strengths too, right? If you said you went to the gym early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a lot of good upper body core, so yeah, I just always had fun with it. So three reps, that's, that's, and where's that? Putting you on the spot here? Yeah, I didn't get past the third. Uh, ten would be nice. Wow. Did you used to do ten? No, I've never, I've never, that was the first time I actually did those. That was the first time you ever did them? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, huge. Nice. I like to, do, like those bars that I had made, like, I trust them, but I don't trust them to do them on my hard floor at my condo. Okay. So like, if I'm at my buddy, I brought them out to my buddies on the grass, because if it does give away, then it's not going to be as... Yeah. Bad, but is it plastic? Yeah, they're like plastic PVC pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't yeah, know. I think it works. That's yeah. still really good. Why yeah. not? Why you not use that? 
Um, you like hot sauce too, right? I do. Yeah. 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 I have to make uh, I have to make a comment on your fashion. That uh, then sometimes I appreciate how you highlight the um, local community, mm. and I think that's really nice because you are local. You doing creating content, and then you also give other businesses um, a highlight, right? You 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 put them out there in what you create. Yeah, I like to support local as much as I can, um, and just there's a lot of good local products, so it's like it's not that I'm just doing it because it's local. Like they're actually like good products that I, you know I feel that it would be good to share. Like it's true. Um, like I honestly wasn't a hot sauce person before heartbeat. Yep. Just like such a perfect flavor. And then it's like too hot for you. Right. For me. Yeah. Like not heartbeat hot sauce, but all the other no. hot sauce. Uh, yeah, but you build up, a, I find like hot sauce, you build up a tolerance really quick okay. and you lose it really quick too though. Yeah. If you stop eating it and then it kind of goes away, but that contest that I did with them or not con whatever it was, the, ah, the yeah, hot ones yeah. like that, yeah. that ruined me for a while. It did. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a couple in there that were just excessive. Nasty. <laughs> like, the Scoville unit rating thing is bullshit. Okay. There's, like, one that was, like, the third the third hottest mm -hmm. on paper that was ten times worse than anything in that whole list. That's crazy. Like, it was just, like, battery acid. Oh, boy. And it just wouldn't go away. And, like... Is that really rough then for you, though? Because you say you don't like hot weather? Yeah, I, uh... I just don't like being all sweaty and uncomfortable. And that that night, I was very sweaty and uncomfortable. Yeah, and you were pretty dressed up too. Yeah, that didn't help either. And being in a room with a lot of people and definitely made it hotter. But um, yeah, I uh, plus when you work out and you have like good cardio, you sweat even more. It's true. <laughs> you don't even do anything. You go up a steel flight, and it's just what has what is happening. Yeah, I get a get warm, <laughs> quick, easy. I remember <laughs> when I'd work downtown Toronto and just like. The moment you leave your place, it's so humid there. The moment you leave your place, you're all showered, ready to go to work, and you're just like, Shh. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You brought a, when you used the public transport, and then you brought a change with you because once you were off it, in Germany, they don't have air conditioning, like when I used to be there. So in the summer, you just, I brought a spare of shirt with me because once I get off it, you know, time mm -hmm. for a change. Yeah. So how else are you going to do it? I don't know. That's what happened. So you also, you work together with some, like people highlight your stuff that you do, um, like the magazines, Northern Travel stuff. Like you went to where this famous land thing is where it has this bowl, right? And you're standing down below it. Do you know what I'm talking about? You have, uh, whatever is the name. Let me look it up. You just posted it recently. There, the, um, what did you put in there? Oh, you didn't take it. The sea lion? Yeah, this one here. Okay, yeah, the sea lion. Yeah, sea lion. So, like, somebody, like, they, I think the travels people, they shared that, right? Yeah, one of those, like, Ontario blogs, yeah, like the yeah big Instagram pages. Yeah, do they hit you up and say, hey, can I share this, or how does that yeah, work? Yeah, sometimes. Like, a lot of them, I'll, like, tag them in it, too. Ah. And then sometimes they, uh, like, the big one is, like, Ontario Travel. When they, like, post it, it gets, like, a lot of attention. Mm. So those are nice. Um, yeah, sometimes they just post it without even telling you, though, and then they just tag you in it, and then you see it later. Okay. Um, yeah, it's all different every time. Um, 
you get a bit of like you know a couple of new followers from it and everything like that and mm. they uh when i did the dorian tower they featured that one once too yeah so that got a lot of attention you did a video there too didn't you yep yeah 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 you did so much stuff yeah a lot of content like just my my hard drive is just like i have a catalog of photo i don't have to even take a new photo for years <laughs> like seriously i could just keep posting just from the amount of places i've been just like yeah mm. there's enough shots from each place and yeah i can see that but you still want to create more right oh absolutely yeah yeah so where do you what what, what are you going to do are you going to keep doing what you're doing or are you like you have something else up your sleeve like i know you're planning something with terry turnaround and i know you're extremely busy with everything you do but like once you run out of waterfalls that are well, here what what are you going to do i I'm trying to like I'm actually like because I'm gonna do the documentary on like the whole process of the waterfalls, uh, so I'm I'm gonna like try to like finish that up. I think okay, pretty soon. Um, oh, so that's something you produce? Yeah, uh, yeah, a personal project. With, this this with and that's what this all has been is like kind of like a personal project. Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought it would have been done last year, but just like more and more keep popping up, and yeah. So yeah. Uh, Yeah, so I don't know the length of it yet. It might just be a short one. Might be longer. I don't yeah, know yet. Leave it open. Who yeah, knows? I don't know yet. See did, where it takes it. Yeah. I have did, lots of B roll though, so did you uh do you have footage of all of the waterfalls? Most of them, yeah. Yeah. Like some I gotta re go in there and get some more of. And yeah. It's the story I think behind it all and like the process of getting into some of them or finding some of them 'cause Everyone's got a different story too, so mm. so it's a matter of finding the right ones that I want to really focus on. And I think those are the ones that are like the ones that nobody knows about and the difficult ones, like like part or Pigeon Falls, right? The High Falls there. I don't know if you've ever been there by the border. I've been there by the border, and I pulled over in that house there, and then I went to the lake, the trail. Does that okay. count? Does that count? There's like a big fall there. That I haven't even been to it. Like like any of the provincial park waterfalls. Like okay, I it, didn't know. No. Yeah, can you the, hear it from the one? No, no. You no. got to hike up a bit. It's okay. big and it looks like nice, but for this project, just it hasn't been like my priority. It's like finding the ones that really nobody knows about. Yeah. Why is that? Because it is like those are the big scores. Yeah. It's like there's no real documentation of it. There's no like photos of it. And so I kind of want to capture it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, can you name them? That's what I wondered. Like, there's some that I've been to that I don't think anyone's been to. That mm. be cool to put a name to it. Yeah, what do you call them? The Damien. I want to name one Epica Falls for sure. Yeah. There's one that I got that like. How does that work? Can you like hit up in the the Ministry of National Resources and say, "I hey, I found this waterfall. Yeah, it's not locked. I uh, this is this is gonna be this one." Yeah, I should actually inquire about that. Yeah. That'd be cool. Okay. Well, hopefully <laughs> we didn't give too way too much away. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, that's nice. Yeah, I think you should do that. Because speaking of time, when you name something and it's there, or like when I take a drive in this country, the roads out there, they are just like named after people pretty much, right? Mm -hmm. And it's forever there. That doesn't change. 
Yeah, and like a lot of those roads that are now like last names of people that live in that area, they used to all just be like fourth concession, fifth concession, like twenty fifth side road. You know, like they were like road names like that, and then within the last few years, they're like changed the actual names. Yeah. Oh, okay. They change them even. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot of the ones like if you go west of the city, mm. um, they were like changed after within the last like ten years, really. Okay. Okay. Um, I think. I'm good. Are you good? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, it was a pleasure having you on. Oh, thank you for I, having I, me again. I love it. And um, uh, after you have your documentation out and you, um, Terry Turner on his back and he's, he's throwing on a big show and you playing those drums, uh, we have to uh, do this again and find out what's next. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Okay. Thank you so much. Yep. Bye, Damien.